welcome to Season 1, Episode 1 of the AP Gov Show. My name is Frank Franz. I've been an AP government teacher at James Madison High School in Vienna, Virginia for the past 22 years and have created this podcast to help you make sense of the topics and terms in our AP Gov course. Every week we'll be looking at a news event or two that will help us make sense of AP government topics and I'll also show you how to make connections between different AP government topics. The way we'll accomplish this is to look back at the week's news, select a news item or two, and then drill down into the APGov-related topics. Don't worry, you won't have to read the articles. I'll provide a summary of the news events, but if you're interested, I'll place the links to the articles in the show notes. Some news events discussions will be longer than others, depending on the topic, so some weeks we'll look at a couple of news events, and some weeks we'll focus only on one. All right, let's get at it. The major news event from the week ending August 10th, 2019, was the shootings in El Paso, Texas, and Dayton, Ohio, that left 31 people dead. There's a lot of AP government connections here, some obvious and some not. The obvious connection is the Second Amendment, which has been interpreted differently by different people, but the Supreme Court in McDonald versus the City of Chicago in 2010 has ruled that the, quote, Second Amendment right to keep and bear arms for the purpose of self-defense is applicable to the states, unquote, which means that states and cities cannot ban the possession of handguns. This is an example of selective incorporation using the 14th Amendment. Up to this decision in 2010, the Second Amendment had not been applied to the states. Also, McDonald is one of the 15 required SCOTUS cases that students are expected to know and be able to compare to other SCOTUS cases. The SCOTUS comparison question is the third FRQ on the AP Gov exam. Another connection of the mass shootings to AP government is to interest groups. The National Rifle Association is one of the most powerful interest groups in the U.S., The NRA, like other interest groups, tries to influence the government to pass laws that benefit its members' interests or prevent the passing of laws that goes against the interests of its members. Interest groups do this in a number of ways. One thing they can do is give campaign donations to candidates, which is $5,000 per candidate per election. This is a First Amendment connection since the Supreme Court has ruled that campaign donations are equal to free speech. Interest groups can also meet or call candidates to petition, another First Amendment connection, the government on behalf of their members. Or, and the NRA is really good at this, interest groups can ask their members to contact, text, email, call elected officials to let them know how they feel about an issue. The NRA is an interest group on one side of the gun debate, but there are other interest groups that are on the other side of the gun debate. Groups like Sandy Hook Promise, Every Town for Gun Safety, and Moms Demand Action are just a few. For almost every issue, you can find interest groups on either side, but some interest groups are more effective than others. Now let's take a look at the connection to electoral politics. When a shooting or shootings like this happen, what usually takes place is that elected officials whose views are similar to the NRAs may not make any statements. If they do, they are usually careful not to veer from the script of pro-gun rights. Why? Because for most elected officials, regardless of political party, their number one priority is getting re-elected. If they veer from the script, they could find themselves facing an opponent in the primary election. That, in this case, would be a candidate supported by the NRA and their members. That incumbent may just lose their seat in the primary. This is known as being primaried. For politicians who support gun control, they'll make the case that the position, their position makes more sense and that legislation should be passed that reflects that position. All this is done through the media, be it through traditional TV inter- interviews or through their social media accounts. That's another AP government connection, the media. Federalism is one topic that can be applied to many parts of our course. In this case, states or localities can pass gun laws that fall within federal legislation and Supreme Court decisions. 
After the Sandy Hook school shooting in 2012, some states passed laws that restricted the size of gun magazines, that's where the bullets go, and increased the strength of background checks, among other changes. Lastly, let's talk about having a bicameral legislature on divided government can impact not only gun laws in this case, but all of the legislation. In our system of government, bills must pass both the House and the Senate before they are sent to the president. If a bill passes one house but not the other, it's dead. Relating to our news story this week, the House, which has a Democratic majority, has passed stronger gun background checks legislation, but the Senate, which is a majority Republican, hasn't voted on it, and it probably won't. So for all intents and purposes, the legislation is dead. Something similar happened when the Republicans had control of the House during part of the Obama administration and passed legislation killing Obamacare, the Affordable Care Act. The Senate was in the hands of Democrats for most of the Obama administration and just never brought the legislation up for a vote. Let's recap all the AP government topics we just covered in one news story. Second Amendment, First Amendment right to petition the government and free speech, federalism, the Supreme Court or SCOTUS, interest groups, election politics, McDonald versus Chicago, that's selective incorporation, bicameral legislature, divided government, and the media. Well, that's a lot of AP government connections to one story, but if you hang with me, you'll be able to read a news story and do this on your own. This will definitely come in handy for the AP government exam. That's it for this week's episode, but if you want to take the contents of this episode a step further, create a mind map using the information in this week's episode. It'll help you visualize and remember the AP government concepts and connections. Talk to you later, fellow governors.